Hello again. <laughs> For some reason, the video ended, but we're back and we're about to try again. So we're waiting for Dictora Sara. We're just waiting for the doctor, guys. Hello again, sorry guys. Victoria Sara, we're waiting for you. Hello, hi, how, hi, how are you? Good, how hi. are you? Sorry about those technical difficulties. It's okay, it happens. It's my first yeah. life anyways. <laughs> well, we're glad it's with us. How are you doing? How's your Saturday? I'm very well, thank you so much. I hope everyone who's joining us today will be uh, will find this beneficial and useful. Yeah, um, so glad well. the numbers are going up. That's great. So yes. um, it'll be good. That's good. I briefly introduce you to our viewers, but if you could kind of tell us what what you do and what you're here for and what we're going to talk about. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, so my name is Dr. Sara Arifi. I'm a consultant oncoplastic breast surgeon. I run the London Breast Care Center here in Bahrain and uh, in Kuwait as well. Uh, mm -hmm. London Breast Care Center basically is a specialized medical clinic, uh, specialized for screening, diagnosis, and uh, treatment of breast cancer. We look into a patient in a comprehensive way, so we try to be uh, compassionate and caring as much as possible. We, look, we aim for getting the results within the very same day because we understand the anxiety a woman would go okay. through. Uh, if she's uh, diagnosed or if she feels there is a lump or any breast symptom, mm -hmm. she will have a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of worry. So uh, part of what we do, which is very important, is to get the results fast and efficient and as quick as possible because she just wants to know. So uh, mm -hmm. like she walks in, she wants to know, do I have cancer or do I don't have cancer? This is all she wants, you know, to find out. Yeah. And for us to be able to do so, we have obviously the right equipment. We have all the machinery, the newest, latest technology in diagnosis. We have the 3D mammogram, a 4D ultrasound scan, and a full team uh, to get a biopsy done on the very same day. All results mm -hmm. are within 24 hours. Um, and I think this is one of the main um, reasons why London Breast Care Center has won awards. I have won myself That's the Female amazing. Entrepreneur of the Year Award by the Bahrain uh, Inter uh, Entrepreneurship Organization. That's uh, amazing. Congrats, first of all. Thank <laughs> you so much. That was back in 2016. Wow. Uh, I've also won the International Women Entrepreneurship Challenge in 2020. Okay. That's so I'm very amazing. lucky and happy uh, yeah. to be able to serve the people to and, and bring in a new uh, sort of uh, service to the country, which mm -hmm. is the one-stop breast clinic. Um, what we're going to talk here today in this live and, um, and 
please yani the guests feel free to send questions concerns and i'll try my best mm-hmm. to answer them um the uh, uh, the main uh, the main reason why we're out on local uh, bahrain is because uh, october is the breast cancer awareness month so all around the world everybody would be dressed in pink wearing a pink ribbon trying exactly. doing uh, doing uh, um, activities in every company ministry anywhere trying to raise awareness about breast cancer and the reason why we do that is because breast cancer is one of those type of tumors that if you catch early you have a very good cure rate almost reaching 99% complete mm-hmm. cure rate so you can completely get cured of cancer it's not anymore a deadly uh disease sure. uh, the mortality rates are down so we're not we're not seeing a lot of Uh, people who are dying of breast cancer nowadays mm-hmm. because of the early detection so the earlier you catch the tumor and the only way you can do this is by uh, screening uh, on yearly basis so we try to remind women in october those who did not do their screening during last year this is a good chance for you to uh, remember to do your screening uh, yeah. and uh, and uh, to uh, to come to lund breast care center to have the screening done uh or anywhere else but just like you know the point is to have the screening uh done in october to get it done yes to get it done um and why is because you might not have symptoms you might That's not true. have anything even if you feel your breast there might not be a lump there might not be nipple discharge there might you might not have anything you're just normal everything mm-hmm. seems to be normal but when you do the screen you find some early cellular changes and when those cellular changes start happening then that means you might get breast cancer so it's earlier okay. catch Early and therefore you yeah. can yes yeah and therefore you can treat it um, so what uh, can you what what can you tell us about uh, kind of the risk rates of breast cancer in bahrain uh, bahrain unfortunately has the highest number of breast cancer among the gcc wow. countries it's currently okay. the leading uh, the leading uh, in in terms of the incidence of the uh, cases so there's about 37.8% Wow. of all cancer cases are breast cancer uh, and it's by far like like the second most common cancer uh, comes way below that statistic way yeah. below that number so it is by far the leading cause of uh, of uh, uh, cases um and we diagnose in the lung breast care center around 300 to 400 cases uh, per year of breast cancer we operate on them in just one mm-hmm. clinic you know um so the the numbers definitely are high uh we are also That's seeing crazy. a higher number of younger age group so women below the age of 40 are diagnosed okay. more often in our area than uh, than elsewhere if you notice in the states the breast cancer is usually a disease of old age so mm-hmm. they have a higher incidence above 55 60 is their mean age group while in bahrain it's around 45 uh, and, and is that uh, is that mostly genetic are those cases because it's it has run in the family or is it caused by external factors so what did you guys get in terms of that uh yes now there is a genetic factor to breast cancer it runs okay. in families but that yeah. is about just 5% of cases so so okay. most cases happen sporadic without any reason mm-hmm. the reason for breast cancer is obviously unknown Uh, but there are risk factors so there are yeah. women who might be at a higher risk of getting breast cancer than others those are the ones who have a family history for example mm-hmm. those who would be genetically positive 
means they do the BRCA1, the BRCA2 gene uh, test, okay. and they find out that their risk for breast cancer is high. It can reach up to 80% uh, in one's lifetime if you are genetically positive. This test mm. is also done at London Breast Care Center, which is basically a saliva test. So we, we look into your DNA, and it's done once in a lifetime. That test doesn't have to be wow. repeated on on a, a yearly basis. It's just once in a lifetime, you find out your DNA. If you okay. are affected, then your risk for cancer definitely becomes higher. Um, this is the test that Angelina Jolie did, and it made wow. a huge effect in, in, in the world because everyone started to see what is this test, where can we have it done, uh, what does it tell us, do I have to repeat it or not, you know? So, uh, so the genetic testing is definitely a new modality to find out whether you have a problem with your DNA uh, okay. And if it's defect, cancer becomes defect. Treatment protocol. Um, now, the treatment of breast cancer depends on the stage. In an earlier stage, surgery yeah. is all you need. And this is what we aim to get. Because um, when, we, when we pick up breast mm -hmm. cancer before it invades, before it goes anywhere to the body, the first thing, uh, and it will be curative, is to do just a surgery. This type of surgery could be just removing the lump or removing the whole breast okay. with obviously reconstruction. Uh, we moved away mm -hmm. from removing the full breast, like what we call mastectomy, what previously used to happen. Yeah. Um, and nowadays we're offering every woman, even at an older age group, we're still offering them reconstruction at the same, at the same time we remove the breast. So we, yeah. we scoop out basically the breast tissue, we keep the skin envelope, and we tuck in an mm -hmm. implant instead. Uh, so you would say that that's more of a newer, a newer method? This is the new method. This is the latest okay. method. And this is the speciality that I've had, which is the oncoplastic okay. breast surgery. So it's Got like it. you're saving the woman, you're removing the cancer, that's but at amazing. the same time you are tucking in an implant. So she has like a plastic surgery combined at the same procedure, mm -hmm. which is very important for women because they don't want to lose their... Uh, you know, their shape, their feminine look. Um, yeah. And it's comfortable in dressing up. You don't feel lopsided, mm -hmm. like one side is there's nothing and the other side there's a normal breast. Yeah. So the reconstructive surgery is nowadays part of the, uh, part of the procedure and we do it mm -hmm. at the same time. If the case was diagnosed at a little later stage, like the okay. lymph nodes were involved or the other organs were involved or the tumor has gone bigger in size, then the treatment would include chemotherapy, radiotherapy, hormonal okay. therapy, and biological therapy. So it's a process. I would say it takes about six months to complete the full treatment. Uh, and one good thing is that every woman should think about, even if she's diagnosed at a later stage and has to go through chemo, these changes are temporary. And mm -hmm. like during chemotherapy, there is a lot of side effects, but these side effects could be temporary side effects only, and everything will get back to normal. Your hair will grow, um, okay. your periods will come back again sometimes. And yeah. uh, so the treatment, the treatment is a temporary situation. She has to put that in her mind to be able to be strong to continue her treatment and complete the protocol. And as you said earlier, that basically early detection is the is what's needed here or what would yes. be the best what what yes. are some early symptoms that would yes. kind of ease that process yeah now the early detection is just a reminder for all women whether they have symptoms or not to mm -hmm. come and have their check 
Don't wait okay. for the symptoms to happen. Yeah. Every woman, okay, should have her check That's done true. on a yearly basis. If she's above 40, we do a mammogram. If she's below 40, we'll do an ultrasound scan or an MRI. And they're okay. both, and all these, all these uh, uh, x-rays are as good as, you know, as each other. So they both can help in the early detection, as long as the woman is doing it on a yearly basis. Now, if, if the woman, um, uh, like in between her screenings, she feels a symptom. The symptoms to look for are either she feels a lump in the breast, mm -hmm. or if she feels a lump in the armpit under the arms. Or if she feels nipple discharge, specifically uh, a bloody nipple discharge. So if there's any okay. uh, one of her breasts, like one of the nipples start giving a bloody nipple discharge, um, then the, then the uh, um, woman should come and see a doctor, not wait for her screening uh, time. Okay. So, so these, are, these are basically the symptoms that we look for. Uh, um, any of those, well, a woman can come for her checkup, yes, and we have it done. And basically, and instead of, so what you do first when a woman comes in, you would give any woman, whether she has the symptoms or not, a screening, basically? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll first of all check them, go through their family history. Um, again, tailoring the screening per patient is also important. Like if a woman doesn't have a family history and she is, like, let's say, in her uh, 30s, I wouldn't mm -hmm. rush to have you know, the screening done immediately if they're all examine yeah. her we'll see if there's any symptoms or signs uh and we yeah, will reassure her and then we will see her again when she's 40 because she has no other risk factors okay but if she's young and she has um, she has a risk factor then no we will take it seriously and we'll do the screening mm -hmm. and it's a visit once a year it's not you know hard i mean you don't forget your car insurance you don't forget your kids yeah. schooling you don't forget doing the normal routine uh, yearly maintenance so house maintenance, that should be on the list your your health okay. should be on the list definitely that's very true and can it be caused by external factors or like methane we know um that radiation causes it with meth yani what's the what at what point does that become dangerous now Okay, now exposure to radiation, and what we mean by radiation is a heavy radiation. So like okay. having CT scans on regular basis is not okay. good for your body because each CT scan is almost around 200 normal x-rays being exposed. Well, but like, yeah, so, so being careful with radiation is, is, uh, uh, is important. Uh, not to not to be exposed to too much radiation. However, the radiation that you get, for example, the ultrasound has zero radiation. MRI has zero radiation. But if you do a mammogram, there is a small dose of radiation. But if you do it once every year, it is still within the normal. Like the amount of radiation you get from a mammogram is less than the amount of radiation, cosmic radiation you get if you take a flight, for example, from London to New York. Wow. So because you're exposed to cosmic radiation uh, through yeah. flying, right? So when you're when you, the the amount of radiation of a mammal is much less than that, so okay. it is not uh, it's not harmful. And when you weigh the risks and benefits, there's definitely more benefits in doing the screening than uh, worrying about the radiation dose. Okay. And what yeah. about the other yeah. other external risk factors are important? Is is uh, having um, is doing breastfeeding. Breastfeeding is okay. protective from breast mm -hmm. cancer, especially especially if you breastfeed for more than three months, uh, it will be, it will be uh, protective from getting breast cancer. Okay. And also not exposing yourself to 
uh, exogenous hormones, so excess hormones like uh, oral contraceptive pills uh, mm -hmm. should be uh, not taken for a period of more than five years. So if okay. you are on the pill, we, uh, the birth control pill, we ask you to like in, in every five years to shift or change or do, use another method of contraception, then harming yourself with the, with the risks of taking the birth control pill for a long duration. Wow, that's amazing to know. I mean, it's very informative and it's something that every, every woman, I guess, should keep in mind. And yes. what's our method and the common myths? What, where, where do you stand on that? And uh, microwaves are using a phone while it's charging, the laptop, you know, the things that we all hear all our entire lives. But what, what, what basis does that ha have on being, I guess, harmful or dangerous? Yes, um, the microwaves usually is not the type of radiation that we worry about for breast cancer. It's basically exposure to radiotherapy. So, for example, a okay. woman who had a thyroid cancer and needs to have radio, radiation given or another form of cancer, bone or lung or like any, any form of cancer, and she went through radiotherapy, her risk for getting breast cancer becomes higher. This is the type of radiation that we... Uh, worry about. Another thing is having CT scans unnecessarily. There are a lot of people mm -hmm. just the moment they have a headache, they rush to get a CT yeah. scan done. Uh, the moment they have a cuff, they will go and do a CT of the lungs. You know, this type of x-ray becomes too, um, uh, yeah, too much exposure. So uh, we advise them not to. And always consulting the right doctor is really the, the uh, the way to go forward, not diagnosing yourself and worrying and, yeah, and uh, you know, like Google, Google kind of like yeah. uh, patients who just read, read, I need, oh, yeah. I'm having a cough. I might have lung cancer. Let me go get That's a CT true. scan. And, and every, like, at this point, everything that you could Google about health related um, topics is going to result and you have cancer or you could. Correct. So I guess it's, it's always it's nice a to talk worry. to someone like you for, yeah. to get and um, um, what one should always think about is pre uh, is prevention and i write, yeah. i'd rather st stress on that right now like every every woman and man you know like live a healthy mm -hmm. lifestyle um eat well uh, i mean yeah. never underestimate the uh, the power of uh, of a healthy diet a good nutrition we are yeah. what we eat at the end so it's very important that you have all form all sort of antioxidants in your diet what we call the rainbow diet a colorful plate mm -hmm. so have some fruits veggies salads add those flax seeds on top of your salad add um, yeah. uh, um, the olive oil is very protective avocados are great they're wow. rich uh, they're rich in omega-3 supplements so uh, omega-369 comes from fish uh, and oil, um, fish oil. So, uh, and again, in olive oil, salmon is better than meat. Reduce the contents of uh, frozen chicken in your diet. I mean, like try to okay. avoid frozen chicken because most of those chicken have hormones mm -hmm. that might again affect your body. So um, yeah. we say fish is better than, than chicken and that's better than meat. So try to yeah. reduce, reduce the uh, content of that. Add a lot of antioxidants. Berries are great antioxidant. They say 40 cherries a day, 40 pieces of wow. cherries, uh, equals to 400 milligram of ibuprofen in terms of anti-inflammatory effect. So, so having, ha yeah, eating uh, cherries is great. Any form of berry, strawberry, blueberry, anything that okay. ends with a berry, eat that. It's quite good, yeah. 
and they taste good. <laughs> so I guess it helps. So staying as close to nature as possible, I guess, would be the better way to go here. Yes. And, yes, that's um, true. We've been talking about women primarily, but does it affect men? And like, yes. what, what is, I guess, how differently does it affect men? Yes, uh, actually, it's more more um, uh, severe when it's a man or male diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. Uh, it happens to men more often, those who have a strong family history. Some of them could mm -hmm. be genetically defective. So yeah. the genetic testing can be done for a man. We don't do mammograms for male. We just do a genetic testing and an ultrasound scan. Uh, okay. a, a man who has a family history of prostate cancer, so if the prostate cancer mm -hmm. runs in their family, can have a link with the breast cancer gene. So it could be affected with breast cancer. Um, I have treated around seven uh, men with breast cancer in my lifetime career. You know, it's like wow. throughout my, yeah. The risk is actually one, the rate is about one man to every 100 women diagnosed with breast cancer. So wow. each 100 cases of ladies, you'll get one man with breast cancer. So it's not very uh, common. And that's yeah. why we don't screen them. But definitely, if a man has a lump or pain or uh, in his breast, then he should have it checked out. And you guys do that at the clinic? We do that at the, at the well. clinic, yes. We do the ultrasound and then we do a biopsy for him. That's amazing. So I guess both genders, whoever it's affecting, they can just come in and do yeah, the especially, screening. Especially if there is a family history, I would urge them to check. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> So I guess given, given everything that we just spoke of, what's the most important thing that you would say to keep in mind? A every reminder. woman, every man. A reminder, once every year, all we need from yeah. you is this 15 minutes, pop in, let's check you, let's make sure everything is fine and go back home. This is the best way to be, to, if there's any disease, we'll catch it early. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna wait for symptoms to appear. Try not to delay, there's a lot of fear from breast yeah. cancer because they think that if they have breast cancer, it's like a death sentence, which it mm -hmm. isn't. So you're only delaying, delaying the uh, diagnosis and delaying your treatment and reducing your chances of cure because cure rates are 99% complete cure with surgery alone um, if it's diagnosed at an early stage. Okay. Without chemotherapy, without anything, if it's at, at, at an early stage. Uh, somebody asked about a cyst, and this is also, yeah. I'd like to answer her because um, uh, not every lump in the breast is cancer. In fact, mm -hmm. we see more of benign things than, than the diagnosis of cancer. So the, the cyst um, is a very, very, very common finding in women in the childbearing age group. Uh, childbearing age group means a woman in her like 20s, 30s, early 40s. It's very common during that age group that a woman would have fullness in the breast, pain, especially when it's close to the period, okay? So, uh, so she'll have like a fuller breast and tender breast, but because of the hormonal changes and all these, all that, all these symptoms will disappear right after the period, most of the time. It does increase with stress as well. So it is stress related, the hormonal changes of the breast, um, but it's not related to cancer and it doesn't increase your risk of cancer. If the cyst is large in size, so it's like two centimeter or above, obviously we do an ultrasound to see the size. And if the size is above two centimeter, we pop in a needle, take out the fluid, and the cyst disappears on the spot. No surgery, oh. nothing is required, just a simple needle prick. 
um, if the cysts are small or not large, we don't aspirate them, like we don't need to uh, remove them. We just give her a vitamin E evening primrose oil to sort of help settle the hormonal changes on the breast and the cysts go away. So I'd like to reassure the lady who asked that um, cysts have, have no um, uh, worry about cancer. I'm talking about simple cysts, like not, not uh, the, there is another type, it's very rare, intracystic cancer, where the cyst inside it has a solid lesion and that could be cancer. But a cyst, just a normal cyst, which we can catch on an ultrasound, is very common finding and it is normal uh, hormonal change and does not increase your risk of breast cancer. That's honestly so informative to know. I think for everyone who's watching and everyone who's gonna watch later, um, there's also one more question. Is there early genetic treatments for any family that had that history? Um, uh, the, if, if a woman is tested for the genetic test and she is tested positive, mm -hmm. and again, I'd like to say this is only about 5% of cases. So 95% okay. of the time, there is no genetic defect. But if a woman tests positive for the BRCA1 or the BRCA2 genes, then her risk of cancer becomes up to 80% in her lifetime. It's quite a high, wow. uh, a high risk. So uh, we, we give her two options. And that, again, depends on her age and whether she has children or not. Did she breastfeed or not? If, uh, if for example, she is young, we wouldn't want to remove her breast at that age and put implants instead. We would rather... Uh, put her on a strict screening protocol, which means every six months she comes and see us and we do the checkups for her. And then we advise her to, you know, like complete her family early and before the age of, or around the age of 40, we tend to do the surgery, which is removing the breast tissue and tucking in implants because her, her risk at 40 becomes around 21% and it keeps increasing with, with her age. So that is if she's genetically positive. If a woman tests genetically negative, then obviously she doesn't have to screen until she hits the, uh, the age of 40. And uh, we don't do any mastectomy or anything like that for her. Okay, that's, that's amazing. I think the main thing here is that every woman, no matter how old, I guess, what, what age would you say they should start coming in? Now, the, the, as I said, if the woman uh, has uh, no family history, no risk yeah. factor, no symptom whatsoever, then mm -hmm. she should do her screening above the age of 40. So she should come from 40 onwards every year okay. to do the mammogram screening. Okay. Uh, if she is younger than that age, or if she has a family history, or if she has a family history, uh, and uh, and uh, her uh, or she's on or has any symptom like she has a lump or she has pain or mm -hmm. she has any symptom then she should come to have the screening done at an earlier age like she shouldn't wait she shouldn't say like oh well I'm not 40 then you know I don't yeah. have to test no it's important to have the check if you have a symptom or if you have a family history from an earlier age group Okay. And usually we say come 10 years younger than the, than the family member yeah. who was diagnosed with that disease. So let's say if you have 20. somebody who was diagnosed with breast cancer at 30, you should start from 20. If you had somebody who was diagnosed at 40, you should start from 30 and so on. And I guess what a lot of, a lot of girls or people in general would be concerned or afraid of is, is it painful to get, to get the test done? 
Not really. It's it's not okay. painful. Uh, it's uh, everybody or most women who get pregnant would have had an ultrasound during pregnancy, mm-hmm. so they're familiar yeah. with the ultrasound. It's basically a probe with gel and it's yeah. applied all over the breast, and they look for lumps. Uh, the mammogram, though, is more like putting two uh, putting your breast in between two plates, and an X-ray is okay. taken. At the Land Breast Care Center, we have a 3D scan. So that's a very um, light sort of uh, uh, pressure is applied on the breast. So it's not really painful at all. Okay. And someone also asked about where, which hospital this is. Uh, I, run, I run this, the London Breast Care Center. Yeah. We are on Instagram. We write for you. Mm-hmm. The, uh, we have a website as well. It's on mm-hmm. Adari Highway in Bahrain uh, and in Kuwait at Qutayna Medical Center. And and the same lady who asked about the cyst, um, do you have a hospital recommendation that she could go to or should she also come to the London Breast Care Center? She can come to us, but if she'd okay. like to go elsewhere, it can be checked. The only thing that we do uh, is that uh, we diagnose on the very same day. Like there okay. won't be delay in getting, uh, like she can come in, walk in, see the surgeon, mm-hmm. see the radiologist, get the scans done. If the cyst needs aspiration, get the aspiration done all within the same visit like there's okay. no go back and come and come back you know like there's no scheduling yeah. appointments and delays yes it's and like a one-stop any... service okay that's perfect and if anyone had any other questions would they be able to reach out to the clinic yes, like uh, DMs or calls yes or as i said i'm on instagram my account yeah. is dr sarah reef who i'm talking to you from personal mm-hmm. but also there's the london breast care center on instagram they can direct message us. We respond immediately and they can call us on our numbers. Okay. So um, they can book an appointment um, again uh, through either Instagram or, or emailing us. Um, so what, I'm very happy to answer any question anyone has. That's perfect. Well, Victoria, thank you so much. And we don't want to take any more of your time, but all of this has been very informative. I think for both men and women and girls out there, women, if you need to, Get some tests done, get it done um, ASAP, the sooner the better. Um, so honestly, thank you so much. And thank you guys you can follow Dr. Sara. Of course, you can follow Dr. Sara on her, uh, I guess the best way to reach you would be the clinic maybe, um, or her personal. And yeah, well, stay tuned guys for next week's live. But Dr. thank you so much for being here today. We really Pleasure. appreciate Pleasure you taking well. Thank time. you for hosting me. Yeah, of course, anytime. Have a great day. Same to you. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.